0: You're listening to Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast, episode 98. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community, with your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast. As always, I am excited that you have taken time out to listen to this episode. I am Carrie Ann, if this is your first time listening to the Carry On Friends podcast. This is a solo episode. I have interviews lined up, but I really wanted to do a solo episode to talk about inspiration from the unexpected. And it's something that I've been experiencing a lot in the last Year and extra months, if I'm counting from last year August to now, um, maybe last year June. So last year, you know, a little bit over a year, I've been getting inspiration from unexpected resources, or you know, it it really was unintended. And what triggered me to record this episode, um, about a, by the time you're listening to this, uh, it's probably two weeks ago. Um, my mom and my brother were going to be in town and on the day they were flying in to New York, I couldn't be there to meet them because I had already committed to meet someone who was flying into town. So it wasn't like someone who was local to my office here in New York where I could say to them, you know what? let's push this meeting back. The person was flying in from Texas. So it wasn't like, you know, and we were going to have this meeting. And once the meeting wrapped, I would go home. And in this meeting, it was just to kind of go over a strategy about a learning um, plan or a training or a facilitation or some experiential learning that we were trying to do for work. And in this process of this meeting, I was overwhelmed with inspiration, not only inspiration for my job, but inspiration for what I do for Carry On Friends, um, Breadfruit Media. Yes, I promised we'd have talked about Breadfruit Media. It just not happened yet. And I want to get these interviews out the way and then we can talk a little bit more about Breadfruit Media. And it was such an unexpected treat. You know, like when you are in a meeting for one thing and you just get this thing that you had no expectation of getting. And that's how I felt, right? Because um, we can't say serendipitous, but everything is God alignment, you know, and I'll say that a lot. In the process of doing what I do for creating content and speaking to my perspective or my experience as a Caribbean, Caribbean American, And the guests that come on the show, over the years, I've been advised to maybe, not not to maybe, but I've been advised to move away from my audience as a Caribbean American, move away from the Caribbean American um, audience, excuse me. Or um, in the age of social media, it's almost as if you have to put yourself out there more in order to gain followers. There's a lot of things that, you know, I don't know about you but I know about me. Sometimes you're you're encouraged to do these things. So st- some of it is a stretch and you should do this, but some of that you know inherently is just not my personality. It's not something I want to get with. And you feel this pressure that you have to because everybody else is doing it. And there are moments when you have conversations with people and it's almost like, "Yes," This is the conversation I needed because the conversation kind of affirmed the stretching and stepping outside your comfort zone. But the crux of that conversation is staying true to who you are and not having the pressure of everyone kind of take your actions. So I'm going to stop talk theory and I'm going to give you perfect examples. Um, so one of the first major um inspirations from unexpected course, um, person, um, I went to a podcast conference last year and up until that time I was just carrying on friends and, um, there were advice, not, not malicious advice, but you know, when you're in a space where every, everything is about, it's, it's all about making money. You find a lot of people telling you this is what you're supposed to do because that's what they did to make money or that's what they see other people around you do. Around them do and in an industry do to make money, and so you f- you f- you find yourself in this pressure to kind of do something because they they are the experts and they're 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 this and they're doing that. And I I remember going to the conference and I remember, you know, going in, just coming through a lot of stuff emotionally. And I was having this conversation with a veteran podcaster, who's not of we're not even of the same race. It's 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 not relevant to Caribbean Americans because in the Caribbean, we have island people who are of different races, but they're not of the culture. They're not of the race. They're not anywhere near a sphere that I would be in. And when I introduced myself and told them what I was doing, they were excited. They're like, oh my God, that is amazing. That is like a great niche. Like, tell me more about it. And just that initial reaction, I was just like, oh my God, someone actually is excited about it because... Up until that point, it was just like the audience, your support and you know, listening and tuning in religiously has been the confirmation. But when someone else is just like, this is great. And in fact, I would add the Caribbean American podcast. So that's how I added the Caribbean American podcast because it's like, this is amazing. And then I started to get advice from this person who I would not have had in my sphere, I would not have any contact with this person any other way. And then I thought back to something that I um, heard when I went to Haiti Tech Summit, the first Haiti Tech Summit in June 2017. And there was this VC, Ben Horowitz, who was kind of talking about how to change culture. And that conversation with this veteran podcaster, Glenn Um, at Podcast Movement in California was a theory, not a theory, but a principle he had when you want to change your culture or company was incorporating people from outside the culture. Um, And that is like a 50-50, right? So you listen to their advice. And because Glenn was not of the culture, not only Caribbean American, but not only in the black influencer, blogger, content creator space, he was able from an outside perspective say to me, well, this is what you're doing great and this is what you could improve on. And that led to like, a, a it was like a domino effect to things that I've since put in motion since August of last year. And little bits of the, those things have happened throughout, since August has happened. But most recently, the conversation with, Um, this executive in my office, he's a C-suite executive to me being a manager flying into New York to meet with me. And I had to say to him at one point, you know, I don't come to work looking to be inspired every day, you know, but this conversation relit a level of engagement in my nine to five and also what I could bring to my projects outside of work because he talked, we talked about, um, and I remember, um, a job. So before that we talked about biased for results or bias for action. And that bias for action triggered me because one boss kind of said to me, you know, Carrie Ann, you're not moving fast enough. You should be biased for action. And I know based on my personality, that I'm very deliberative. I am very deliberate about an action that I'm going to take because I need to understand the repercussions, what happens if I do this. it's It's really a thought out process. And I know there are instances where you have to make very quick decisions. And he said there is a space for both being biased for results and bias for action. And he gave an example of how Japanese car makers and American car makers kind of go through a similar process. Right. So the Japanese car makers will get to this design and they will get they, they will get to what this potential model of a car will look like quicker than possibly their American counterparts. But their production time takes much longer than the American counterparts because they're a little bit more deliberative and they kind of marinate in the decision. And it doesn't make one better than the other unless you're the consumer and you prefer Japanese cars over American cars. It's just a different style of how you deliver a product to your end user or consumer or audience. And in that moment, it was something for me that a reminder that the differences that we have, the way the different styles in making a decision, the way that we interact on social media, all these differences are part of who people are individually. And individuality can be good because you don't want to get lost in um, groupthink. And so I was, I was just really inspired by these conversations because a lot of times I don't know about you. A lot of time, like social media is not my Achilles heel, right? Me already know that if if I'm going on social media, I'm on the subway or something where I could where I could lose this time because you can lose your time in social media, right? Uh, but I think some of us feel like we have to keep up with the posts, and we have to keep up with appearance, and we have to keep up with all of this when we're exhausted. And it's like, who says we have to keep up with that, right? And why can't we change and create our own rules specific to our audience? And sometimes it's an audience pressure. I get that. But what the inspiration came from, those all of these conversations was you knowing your audience, knowing what they want, and balancing with how much you can provide without burning out yourself is important. And so that's my quick, quick, quick podcast about inspiration will come from people who aren't necessarily in the same field as you. They're not in the same country, state, whatever. And their perspective is sometimes going to be jarring because I'll admit sometimes people come with social media strategies for me that I'm like this is not going to work for me or my audience but they learn it from a guru so being able to balance both is also going to be key you you've been with this audience you've been with this company you've been with and you know what works and what doesn't work and you know that there are some things that you can try maybe not all the way as the experts do but you can try so being open to being inspired Because sometimes conversations aren't all that inspiring, right? So just being open to the possibilities of a conversation and knowing firmly that, yes, that's a great idea. Mm, I appreciate that suggestion, but I don't think it's going to work for me or responses that I'm embracing, especially lately. And the inspiration from unexpected places or people or conversations reaffirm that. I don't know if this is going to be valuable to me, to you, but I surely felt re empowered. Um, and that's, that's from Judith to, to, to assert my place and to assert what I know. And knowing that while I'm open to learning, there are some things that I do know, and I should stand in my power to say, you know what that, thank you for that suggestion, but that may not work for me right now. So whoever you are, whatever you're doing, be open to conversations from people outside of your industry, whatever it is you're involved with, because those insights also come with some creative aspects as it's done for me. And at the same time, be be in your power of your craft and your expertise to know when someone gives you a suggestion and knowing that it's well-intentioned, but it may not work for you. Not feeling pressured to do Or suggest something because someone else is the expert and they say that's what you should do because they may be an expert on a general topic. They may not be expert on your specific audience or your specific customer. All right. So stay open to inspiration and stand in your power when you do know that you are the expert for your particular domain and you know that this may not work. All right. So until next time, people, that's all I have to give right now. You know, this is my at the pato at the end. That's all I have for you right now. But stay tuned for the next couple of episodes because I have at least three, four interviews already recorded and a schedule out and thing. And then I'll talk about all the things going on, Breadfruit Media and Carry On, Friends and things and things. All right. So until next time, walk out Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch or sign up for our newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com or find us on all social media platforms at Carry on Friends.